This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right. Hello. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. Wherever you are around the world, welcome along. This is Lester Till I Die TV. Uh, well, you are most welcome if you are watching live on YouTube or on Twitch. We are on Twitch as well. If you want to give us a follow on Twitch, uh, I'll, I'll always follow you back. Um, 
So thank you for watching. Or if you prefer the uh, non-viewing option, which is podcasts, uh, tell me why you would, because you wouldn't be able to look at myself and Brad when he comes in, you know. Uh, yeah, I can't I can understand why you'd prefer it. Um, we are on all major podcast platforms, including, obviously, Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google. Uh, but thank you for lending me your ears. Um, this is the um, debate show question time. We've no Harry tonight. Um, he can't make it. I believe he's gone off uh, on a bounty hunt. Uh, let's hope he uh, he gets some from his local Asda. He loves a bounty. But uh, look, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Well, this is this is the show. Um, apparently, I've gone echoey. And then, can anybody is am, am I echoey in the chat? Uh, let me know. Um, if it is if it is bad um it might be me it might be me but look um this is the show where you decide where you decide what we're going to talk about we always start off to get things going with a topic um and then after that wherever you take us in the chat as long as it's illegal is where we go to um we are going to be discussing um cheers brad so we're going to be discussing um financial fair play um but what i don't want this to get into um is into a just a manchester city bashing show because that's not we know it's manchester city that have been called out but we also know that there are other clubs that do it as well so happens to be manchester city that we're going to be using as the example but they are just one of many um Nate says no echo for me. Echo, echo, echo. Actually, I thought uh, I thought I would bring my pet lizard in this evening. <laughs> then we'd have a little gecko, gecko, gecko. gecko. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not even getting a reaction off Brad for that, so I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, Terry, welcome to Fiddle Fair Play discussion. Indeed. Um, Nate, hello again. Just seeing you on dogs. How are you doing? Uh, Ray City Fan TV was in. I don't know if he's still in or not. Uh, how on earth did you guys beat Villa last weekend by playing well? By playing well, how did you uh, lose to Tottenham last weekend? Asking for a friend. Um, he says here, arm, arm Manchester City still everyone's favorite second team. <laughs> I know where you're going with that, mate. I know where you go. That's why I said, let's not make this into a Man City bashing uh, show. Um, do you think any club is squeaky clean when it comes to their finances? No. And again, we're going to mention that Leicester, we have been fined in the past uh, for um, uh, financial fair play irregularities. But obviously not on such a big scale as yourselves, um, sort of thing. Doug, you are very generous, sir. Thank you so very much, mate. How are you doing? Hope your voice gets better soon. Um, he was chatting with, well, there was two Scotsmen, and so that always, always hurts your throat, doesn't it? Uh, and he had Maisie as well. Um, Man City can. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean about one. And hi, Chris. But uh, thank you for your donation, Doug. Look, let's bring him in. He's been sat there very, very patiently waiting to come in. Uh, like I say, we, we are only two tonight. The Magnificent Three is down to um, the Terrible Two. Good evening, Doug. Sorry, uh, Doug. What am I saying? <laughs> Brad, how are you? Doug? <laughs> no, come on. Doug? Well, you, oh, 
I've been having a Spurs fan for a Spurs channel for 90 minutes tonight. You don't expect to be normal. Yeah, it's well, it clearly affected the brain having to spend so long in a in, in, in a Spurs environment. Um yeah. yeah, I'm all right, mate. I hope hope everybody in chat's well. I hope you're doing well, mate. Yeah, I am, I am. Uh look, like I say, I'd we're going to talk about Manchester City, but we know it's not just Manchester City. And as Ray said, he made a very, very good point there. You know, no club is a squeaky clean, I don't think. You know, we know, we know no. that, you know. But obviously, you know, it's whether you're caught or not, I guess, you know. But I've got, I was watching, uh, funnily enough, it was um, Arsenal Fan TV. It was a little clip I watched the other day, and they had a Man City fan on. And I've got to say, fair play to the guy. The thing with Manchester City, why I've, I've got a little liking for Manchester City is, yes, they've got rich owners. Yeah, you know, we know where they've come from, etc. But they've also been down in the poo, not unlike ourselves, in that third tier. You know, and you get Arsenal and you get um, fans like that moaning, oh, we're only eighth or ninth in the league. What's going on? They don't know, you know, the <laughs> reality, Manchester City have at least been down there and know what it's like. Yeah, and look, the, the thing is, the problem with it all when it comes to being a neutral fan, forget rivals, because rivals are going to take the piss regardless of the news, you know. Yeah. Well, they don't really care to a degree um, when it comes to rival clubs and fans. We know that. Um, we do it ourselves. Mm. But the thing is, the law is it's obviously apparent to being broken many a time mm. so the punishment is is towards the ownership in terms of you know breach them laws and they need to be met but fans shouldn't really have to suffer it and that's the catch 22 it's the you know it's the right action needs to be taken but in all seriousness I'm not really like, you know, I don't have any hatred towards Man City. You no. can't judge them for being rich. It's no. what happens in football, you know, when people get rich. You can, you know, you just look at it and say that the punishment now has to be done, but it won't. We know it won't. Well, that's I mean, that's the annoying thing. They'll look at us, they'll look at us and think, bloody hell, they're well off. You know, it's all. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like I was talking to a Spurs fan earlier, and it's very much like, that picture, we got the one bird and then two birds and then three and four, and everybody's sitting on the row underneath. Um, but what what annoys me, I guess, this this season is that yeah, we were caught out. Let's let's first of all let's get the elephant in the room out of the way first of all. Um, and and we all we all we all love an elephant, don't we? No, no, we don't. And I tell you what. <laughs> In a, when I ref the joke off between you, any Elephant Jones in, instant point deduction. Well, I'm saying you, that now. Do you know how much? Uh, uh, how much does a dead elephant weigh? A skeleton. But do you know how much a Chinese elephant weighs? One ton. Anyway. Um, uh, you, you start. You're starting it on minus ten now. Just, just for that. <laughs> I can get another judge. Remember, yeah, David no. Williams was replaced. You're not replace, unreplaceable. <sighs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Final whistle. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? Welcome along. Uh, Terry says, Premier League, uh, it's like uh, six teams on Formula One cars. The other 14 teams have to race with uh, Toyotas out the family car showroom. Look, 
when we got promoted, we were fined for um, breaching FFP rules. And we paid, I believe it would read in here, £3.1 million because we were something like 20 millions over what we have what we did. So we had our fingers burnt back then and we paid our dues. And I think probably for, for our owners, 3.1 million is a lot of money, you know, uh, and it's, it's all relevant, I guess. But 3.1 million to the likes of um, uh, Manchester City, Chelsea, etc., probably is nothing. It's, it's pocket change, isn't it? They carry that around, you know, in their back pocket, probably. But in the summer, we tried to adhere to these rules, didn't we? You know, because we knew yeah. Premier League had got these rules in. We were warned by UEFA, as were Chelsea, as were West Ham, uh, and I think Man City as well. They were all warned about their spending. And the only reason that we didn't break the rules was because of COVID. And we were also allowed so much money because we'd bought the ladies' team and what have you. So we had that. But we was it was the warning. And we actually went out and... Let's face it, until we actually sold a player, we didn't buy anybody. Yeah, yeah, and but that's what you didn't it? In fact, you know, look at if if we had, we probably wouldn't be where we are now. Yeah, exactly. But you know, adhering to the rules is I, I said it earlier on, on, on a on a podcast I was on earlier, and I said it's like a school playground, isn't it? We know that we have to be the the well-behaved child in children in class that get good grades do well, but if they dare step out of line like like the like the like the favourite children and 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 the you know the star athletes at school, the jock sort of personality, if you will, them clubs, the top six, we know they get the soft touch. They're like that annoying person that you never liked in class, but always seemed to get off with anything that they did wrong. It didn't matter, and you just keeps your thing and, and we did it within our means and we did it within reason every bit of decision making involving mass amounts of money like you know 20 million Chris is never done without any form of risk it right. Leicester you could argue got fortunate in a way that the promotion and all the benefits of that promotion were the aim to go well we made our goal so that wasn't the risk and the 3 million is 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 in stark comparison to what it would have been had we not got the promotion. But you look at how Leicester have gone about investing it, it's no different to Man City. I think the biggest problem is, is a lot of people are suddenly expecting Man City to suddenly get told that they've got to pay more just because they're richer. Um, it's not how it works. If Leicester break... The only thing that's annoying people is if Leicester break the rules and get the fine that they were given, Man City needs to be given it. Uh, as well, and that, and that's the only thing that's making Man City, but it's in a way, to be like the villain, aren't they? Nine seasons or something. Yeah, and of course, it's ridiculous that it's taken this long to come to fruition. That these are potential, and they are still potential. We have to know that. We know what speculation will come, regardless of the outcome. What people will say or give their opinions on, because that's what we do as fans. But. The thing is, if you look at it as 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 it is, it just needs to be matched up in the, you know, in in, in the punishment to what it is, and and that they need to stick to it. They need to put it as it is to fit fit the crime. And if that's what it is, you know, people are saying, oh, they'll get a massive fine, but it'll be pittance to their owners. 
But what our fans expecting the Premier League and, and, and all UEFA, or whichever one it is that they break the financial fair play for, I believe it's just Premier League, isn't it? It's not UEFA. They've, it's the rules, I think. UEFA rules. Okay, so, which, yeah, so the UEFA the, to do the investigating, you know, but people said, oh, if they get a fine, no, it'd be pinched them, it won't mean nothing to them, it would ruin a team like Leicester and West Ham, etc. But you've got to remember they're really really rich the thing is you can't what you're going to do is turn around and say oh well Leicester will find you 30% but Man City will find you 10 times more than that because you've got more money it's sods all that they've got more money and can pay these fines easier I know but then it's the case of they get away with it I mean like I say 3.1 million to them they carry around in their back pocket if you're still going to miss it regardless yeah yeah, but if it was a percentage, as you said there, let's say it was 20% of whatever, you know, then that's kind of fairer because everybody pays 20%. Yeah. But it's 20% of but, whatever the earnings or a particular thing yeah. are. But the, but the fines that people are wanting to inflict on Man City to make them feel of financial crippling would mean that the rest would all have to be on there because that's how a law works is what I'm trying to say. And I don't think people are actually realising that if we started to find these these owners in the billions for it and make them cripple like it would a lesser of West Ham getting fined, say, 300 million, which is probably what you could imagine the sum would be, something like that, um, then you'd have to put the same percentage to clubs like that. And that would probably do a lot more harm than, than good to the footballing world. <laughs> but if you gonna do it that's how you'd have to do it to make it seem fair you can't you can't tax somebody you know you can't say somebody they've got to give you 90 percent of their earnings but tell the rest of the league if they break the rules it's only 30 percent no but it's the know, amount you know if it's the same percent yeah as long as it's shared between it all yeah. oh, that, that that's the only way you're going to be fair it just doesn't seem fair because it's so easy for them to pay it and that's why it frustrates fans and i do get it from a fan's perspective yeah. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. In no, a no, way. no, no, totally, totally. And I'm, I'm sort of, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm just reading here. I mean, it was four years ago when, um, 2018, when we settled that account, uh, but it was regarding the 2013-14 season. Um, the football league. Oh, it says here the football leagues. I thought it was UEFA. The football leagues then new FFP rules aimed at improving its club's financial uh, stability particularly in the championship, set out sanctions, including heavy fines for clubs, which made greater losses than £8 million in 2013. Uh, Leicester spending heavily on players' wages made a £34 million loss, uh, but it then reduced it to £21 million, partly due to receiving a large increase in income from a marketing deal signed with Trollstar Limited, uh, believe it or not, a company run by the son of a former Premier League chairman. Uh, that deal, which uh, Trailstar sold the sponsorship of the club shirt and stadium back to King Power, is understood to have been uh, under investigation by the uh, EFL. And you've got to say, reading that, and this is my own club here, so hang on, we're owned by King Power. Yes. We were then being sponsored by, I think, was it Walker? I don't know who was on the shirt at that point, but Walker, let's say it's Walker's. Um, but then we get another club, another um, organization to come in to arrange the sale of that to oh, the people that own us, King Power. Um, yeah, and but yeah, uh, but that, that, that again, the, these 
it doesn't matter that they own a football club. These owners that have the wealth, and we know we have the wealth because, due, you know, compared to what people may have suggested due to our summer transfer window, yeah, yes, in terms of transfer budget, we're replenishing it with the sale of players for now because funds have been made elsewhere. But we yeah. have also just paid off a £194 million debt. So, yeah. you know, but with that, you have to make that money from somewhere. And these businessmen will do that by what means they, they can bend slash find a loophole in, in the law. And, and we just look at Chelsea with their spending. You know, reckless spending, but he's found a loophole or what he believes is a, a way around it to spread out the cost to get bypass these laws. So you're also going to best believe that Man City have the best lawyers available to any football team in, in the world, let alone just in England, that will look at this and do the same for them. Yeah, the, the, these businessmen aren't, well, the majority of them aren't rich by just sheer dumb luck. No. You know I what mean, I mean? You should say so, about the lawyers because um, Manchester City have hired um, a gentleman called Panic. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> that could be quite apt, isn't it? If he's made um, a success out of a name like that as a lawyer, then then he's got to be good, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Uh, and I can't read that one because I've got to sign up for it. Um, where are we? Uh, apparently, he is one of the world's most expensive lawyers. Well, there you go. That, that, that just proves my point. You know, they they can literally afford anybody on any on any salary. So. Apparently they're on five thousand pounds an hour. Yeah, he, and he's probably spoke one word an hour for yeah. the last three days just to. Just he's, to not really gonna drag, he's not going to drag this case out, is he? No, we're not going to still be sat here discussing this in six months' time at all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Ray, City fan. Uh, good evening, Ray. How are you? I did say at the start, this is we're not we're not here on a Manchester City bashing. Uh, exercise because we, you know, I did say one of the things I respect about Manchester City is the fact that they've come from, you know, they were down where we were in the third tier at one point, and you've come, you know, fought your way back up. Uh, I never moaned when you got the owners, as I haven't moaned when Newcastle have got the owners. It just happens to be your club at the moment that is being discussed, which is why we're talking Man City. So nothing against Man City par se. Um, I'd sooner a Man City win the league, say, than a, a Man United or a Tottenham uh, or an Arsenal. But, you know, it happens to be your team, which is why. And you say there, Leicester were lucky to win the EFL uh, as they definitely broke uh, their rules big time. Um, yeah, but I'm just saying, we got fined for that and we paid the fine, uh, 3.1 million. But if you guys get fined 3.1 million, it's nothing. Yeah, but again, they've got a lot more cases against them than that, and mm. depending on the outcome of how many of them they're able to prove or disprove, if you will, will depend on their fine. It, it all depends on the ruling and what the ruling, the judgment for that ruling is. We won't know that. We may never know that. It may never come to fruition. Only time will tell. We paid the appropriate amount of money that they deem fit to be fined for it. Yes, yeah. Um David, uh, well, just saying, yeah, I mean, the new uh, the new government white paper's coming out soon, so let's hope it does sort of regulate things. Um, 
Pep obviously Pep's going to de- defend Man City. I mean, he's not going to come out and blame them, is he? Let's be honest with you. Uh, City fan uh, Ray says, and that one nine four million loan right of uh, is just the owner input by another name. Yeah, you have not said it isn't. You know, the, yeah. the paper that the headline is owner <laughs> owner turns hundred ninety four million pound of debt into shares. We're not hiding anything. Uh, and Rich is in. Good evening, Rich. From no oh, two Manchester clubs there getting a little bit niggly about financial fair play. Who knew? Who knew? Good evening, Rich. How the devil are you, sir? Um, Chelsea have done nothing wrong uh, with what they've done. It's not a loophole. It's just accounting. Um, I mean, yeah, I so it's a loophole, it's... which is exactly what accounting is. Accounting well, is finding the best say, way yeah, to spend money and make, yeah, to cut down expenditures by any means necessary. They found yeah. out that they can spread the cost over that, and that's the best way they can do it, stretch it to it, and stretch yeah. the limits of the resource within within their means. So it yeah. is. Yeah, um, I think I think we uh, I think we got Ray's back up here. <laughs> just, uh, uh, look, like I said, Ray, it's, you just happen to be the club that's been fined at the moment. But yeah, why do you have accountants? You have accountants, like you said, Brad, to find loopholes. You know, to to well, what can we write off? You know, like oh, you know, you you know, you pet you you know, you flew all the players to um to Abu Dhabi. What was that for? Like, oh, it was to visit your owners, was it? Oh, we can write that off. As training, you know, that's what lawyer, and I'm I'm exaggerating there, Ray, before you go, but that's what you know, accountants do, isn't it? You know, um, Leicester were fined because the EFL couldn't touch them because they weren't in the EFL. We paid it, mate. We paid it, and 3.1 million to us, like I said, it's it's back pocket money to Manchester City, um, so it should be done on percentage in my eyes, um. Chelsea uh, just playing the system. It is, but does that not annoy you, Rich, that, you know, your club isn't playing the system? Um, well, you, you you don't know who your owners are at the moment, but you know what I'm saying? They are playing the system, but that, is that fair? And when you look at the, you know, it's basically saying if this guy that's being paid £5,000 an hour gets Manchester City off again, then... Although he didn't get, you know, got it reduced last time. So this is the second time they're going to be fined, isn't it, uh, Brad? You know, they've done it once, and now they're possibly going to be fined again. Um, and I, I just think it's it's fine, but let's do it as a percentage, and then it is fair. You know, yeah, exactly. That's all it means. County break the rules, and three point one million pounds sends them to to the wall. I say Manchester City. Sheikh Mohammed, he pisses that up against the wall, let's be honest with you, every time he goes to the toilet. So, you know, it's, it's not fair. It's not fair. Um, and I, I know you're not. Hey, Rich, look, I'm, I'm, we're, we're having banter here. We're having banter. Uh, it's not a loophole. I don't know, again, like I say, mate, you know, don't take this as a, a, anything against Man City from my point of view, because like I say, you, you've been down there. You've been down there. Um uh, let's be honest, who really knows how to work FFP out? Um, we are not accountants. No, but you would hope that somebody at the Premier League's accountants would have been saying where, you know, <laughs> what to do and where to go, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, US sports structure, players' salary to keep to salary caps. I mean, yeah, there's so there's so much, isn't there? Um the point is Leicester may have had a much different punishment if the AFL could have 
actually touch them. Um, but we, they, they didn't as it happened. So we, we did what we, you know, if we hadn't got promoted, then we'd have had a bigger fine and we'd have probably had to pay that. But such is life, you know. You'd have, you know, like I say, if rules are different, if it was percentages, you'd have paid a lot more than you did last time. Um, and then two Manchester guys having a chat between them. Um, do, 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 do. Um, let's just have a look. Um, I, I can say, uh, Niall's in. Good evening, Niall. How are you? Um, I, I just, you see, I, I, I still don't think of Leicester as a big club. Do you know what I mean? And when you yeah, see, we're not. I just think that if you've got clubs like you know, like ourselves, Leicester, like um, um, I don't know, West Ham, uh, Nottingham Forest, you know, the smaller the smaller clubs, it almost seems to be one rule for us, one rule for them. It it is seen that way because it's always been quite cruel especially when you've been a lower league club as well i mean let's not forget in a different circumstance i know this is ffp we're talking about but when we went into administration we were lucky as anything to have not been hit harder than what we were we have you know we know what it's like to be in a situation where something gets given as, as a decision in your club's favor if you will because it was a favor it helped save the club from what could have been a, a horrible direction um that all of a sudden you're locked upon in a bad way. You're locked upon exactly how probably Ray and other Man City fans feel when, when fans go at them. So we really know as, as it is that that's what it's all about. And yeah, it's like I said, different circumstances, but the same implications were there. You know, other clubs have got dot points, which relegated them, prevented them from getting promoted and that, and that financially obstructed them. But we, we as, as fans can't, just do anything about it and the club can only get told what they're told to do you know this is you this is your outcome for what it is yeah um fair or not you know they make you make your case you you, you as long as you're at least getting punished yeah. that's at least a start because i mean in fairness it needs to start when we when we got relegated and moved into the um what was then the walker stadium uh, yeah and we, we, we went we went bust and we were, you know, Gary Lineker stepped in and saved us, we got away with it because we weren't yeah. punished in any way. And and after that, that was why points deductions for going into administrations were, were brought in because Neil Warnock went off on one, quite rightly, about, you know, Leicester, you know, we, sh we should have had some sort of punishment because clubs are. We, you shouldn't be in that situation, but it is very much a case of, you know, we look up at Manchester City and all the big so-called big six and think, bloody hell, look at all that money they've got. But like the Rochdales and the Oldhams look up to Leicester and go, fucking hell, they're rich. Well, yeah, and, and uh, but that's just the pyramid of football. It always is. You'll see it in the lower leagues. It's the same. There's clubs out there that are rich in comparison to the clubs that operate in their division. It's just part and parcel of football. Just because the values in the Premiership is is now ridiculously in the billions, and the you know the lower leagues it'll be maybe a million or two, maybe, and then the national leagues or non leagues, and that will always be in the thousands, a hundred thousand sort of things. But it's still there. There's yeah. always a club that someone's got an agenda with for whatever reason, 
whether it's their own club and how it's ran or it's someone else being ran differently to them and wanting to be ran that same way and have that same adventures. It's just part and parcel of football. Yeah. Someone else has a Man City in their league right now mm. in comparison. I mean, so, the thing, I mean, you look at Italy, though. Juventus were found, obviously not FFP, but they were found to be fiddling something. I don't know the full story. They were match fixing, points. though. Match that was match fixing. fixing. Yeah. That's and a bit different, but I get it. But shouldn't that be a case of that it doesn't matter who you are, what the club is, if you are found to break a rule, um, you get deducted so many points. Because that, a fine... And this is my point I'm getting at. A fine for Manchester City isn't they, they can like I say it's back it, you know it's it's back pocket money for them, you know. Um and it is probably for us compared to sort of you know the derbies and what have you. Uh but surely it's the point deduction that you know clubs will be like, oh shit, you know, we better be careful now. Yeah, but then um, it, it's it's a it's a very difficult one because you could argue and say, well, yeah, they broke some spending rules, um, but it's not. It's it's difficult. It's, it depends how because technically you look at it as two separate things. The club's not bankrupt. It's not their fault that they're super rich. Well, mm. it is their fault because they got themselves super. rich. You know what I mean? They they they, they their investments. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's not their fault they're rich. It's just. Like I said, if you're going to find Leicester City 3.1 million for breaking one rule, and in the end, Leicester got that down to a million, being, you know, got it down from what it was to, to what yeah. it was. So they were a lot closer to being in it. So their fine was probably a lot less because of that as well. But if we get fine that, fine Man City for that one particular act, the same amount, but you also do it to Swindon. Life's not fair, football's not fair, but if that's a rule, at least keep it consistent throughout and then you'll just get people a lot more happier with decision-makings. And if you feel the need to up the punishment might do it, then that's the next stage to take it. If clubs keep taking the mick out of it, then maybe that is the stage you have to go to. But everybody has to be agreed that it'll affect everybody the same and that's all they need to do with the rule. Keep yeah. it key, keep it consistent. Don't I mean, find someone, you know, three million and then somebody... 400 million just because no. they they're currently saying, making either a points deduction or yeah a, that's the next step you know yeah. is, is the fairest way um and i mean like ray said here we've only seen charges against city but no evidence but i mean how ray how do you feel as a man city fan that this is being directed to you and yet you know let's have a look at chelsea you know i mean let's have a look at nottingham forest how the hell can they afford all these players? You know, um, it does go on at other clubs. I think, as I say, for me, it's because we could, you know, we, we were threatened with the FFP during the summer. It meant we couldn't go out and buy players until he who must not be mentioned was, was, was sold. And uh, it affected the start to our season. You know, we, we, yeah. we, we struggled. If we'd been able to make the three signings we did, in the in the summer, we'd have probably made a few more signings as well in January. We, I think, we'd probably be top half. You know, we're not going to go any further than that because we don't know. But I think we would be top half. You know, rather than be bottom at one point. And I think that's what what gets me is that you know, I, I just you know, it does seem 
one rule for one, one rule for the other. And I, I guess we, we that is sort of inbred into us. Again, it's not the club's fault, and that's probably Sky's fault because they've had this thing around. We won't, you know, we're going to favour these these clubs because they're the clubs that have got the fans around the world and bring the money in. Yeah, it's true. Um, I think the injust from fans definitely stems from the fact that it's taken so long to come to light. Whereas that's pop. That's probably the biggest argument point you could make because Leicester pretty much happened. Not long after it, it was implemented to us, wasn't it? The, the, the fine, you know, that you know, there wasn't a big gap between it being done and and you know the rule being broken and Leicester being punished. Whereas Man City, it's taken so long to do it, and there's that's that's probably where fans are more outraged because really, I don't think we actually, if we if we if we think about it properly, we actually don't really care about these fines or whatever unless they change the rulings point deductions that's a whole different story but we're more in just about is the fact that any other club will probably get it picked up earlier and not Man City but then you just say is that good smart hiring that they they put it into a plan that maybe came with a little bit of risk involved in, in needing to win certain things potentially against certain things I don't know I don't know how they've done it but you know maybe Maybe Man City looks at it and thought they were well within their means because they're going to say that in in any case they they thought they did anything well within their means and they you, you would feel that that they wouldn't have done what they've done without some of it being yeah. fine but we'll yeah. see we'll see in yeah. time we'll. I mean I don't I, could say, I don't they you know as long as long as and no disrespect Man City as long as Man City had dealt with in a fair way. You know, and they yes, don't sort of that's what we're after. Away with it totally. But then, like I say, then let's also have a look at Chelsea, you know, Man United, Arsenal, whatever. You know, let's have a look at those. But unfortunately, yeah. for those teams that are up there, and I, and, and I do honestly think that Newcastle will end up within that sort of little class as well, you know, because again, because of the fact that the, of the money that they've got, I think that they, there is that resentment. And it's not a resentment, like I say, against the fans it's not a resentment against the club as such it's because of the way that the media have built those clubs up and if you look when you think about it you know if you're if you're a young man city fan i mean the premier league was formed 30 years ago yeah i think it's the 30th anniversary or 31st is it this season if you if you're a young man united fan in 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 fairness you've grown up with nothing but success so i suppose you've got that entitlement because you're thinking, well, look at what we are. Um, but, you know, look at... I don't think anybody should be entitled. I don't think anybody's ever entitled in football. You're never entitled to anything. No, in, but I'm saying is you can understand why they feel that way. They shouldn't, though. And that, that's what's annoying about certain well, fans, I'm afraid. Leicester you should. Fans, how many Leicester fans have been saying, like, oh, because we're not fifth this season, we should be up there because we've been finished fifth twice. Every club yeah. has been, doesn't it, you know? Yeah, I... I... It's it's just it's just something that I I, I, I try not to get too carried away with because you just I just try and enjoy the moments more than drag them yeah. out. Yeah, I mean, City fan, I honestly believe all clubs sell close to the wind, totally one hundred percent. Not wrong. Advice from accountants, blah blah blah, who charge a fortune for their services, and yeah, like we say, we know they are there to find the loopholes, if you like. All yeah. I will say is, even if it's a points deduction, right? Look at Rangers in Scotland. 
I mean, they weren't just deducted points. They were dumped three, <laughs> three leagues down. But four seasons later, they were back. AC Milan dumped uh, a league down into the, into the second tier. Only for one season, they'll be back. So let's say the worst happened, whether it was Man City or Chelsea, they'd only be down for a season and they'd come straight back up again. But it would just be that. I think fans would look at it and go, yeah, you know, they got they got the punishment. Yeah, and, and, and it's easy on paper to say that, but it's it, it's just one of them. I mean, again, the, the, the deductions you're talking about for the likes of, I think it was AC um, Inter... Ju- Juventus was all match fixing. That's a different aspect of the game altogether. I just feel like points deduction only comes into the equation for me if the continuation to breach rules um, is brought to light. Because you can argue, yeah, it's 10 years worth of it. Yeah, but they've done it with the knowledge and, and information and trusted to them that they have done it within the means necessary, even though it's very, very close call. And, and, and you know, he, he is right, Ray, there. You know, everybody, every team is pushing it. So it's going to have to. The, and and we, you could, I'm not, I, I'm not for a second uh, excusing Man City for any wrongdoings they have potentially done here or any club that does it. But you have to blame the, the, the way we've, Change, football's changed with the transfer market. These ridiculous fees that clubs are having to pay for players just to keep themselves improving and, and fighting for the financial gain of revenue is yeah. is, is 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 a big cause behind it. I mean, Ray said in Ray makes some very very good points. Uh, Forest and Chelsea can do the business they're doing based upon spreading the. Uh, Amortisation, depreciation, sorry, over the length of the player contracts. It is true. We've seen some. I mean, I've never, I've never seen a seven and a half year contract before this season. Yeah, I mean, but what happens when you've got a change of manager or a change of owner comes in and they say, "Well, I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want I think, that player anymore." I think, I think, I think the problem with Chelsea. And this is again maybe so. It's this is where it's got taken out of context. I don't actually think the problem with Chelsea is anything with FFP because nothing's technically come to light. Because we now we had the question, how are they doing this? And we got basically given an answer that they're, they're, they're again they're pushing the limits uh, and stretching all all the appropriate answers to the limits by giving these extortionately long contracts. Yeah. Um, but Spain used to do it a lot worse. You know, you used to be you people forget that the likes of like Poyol. Raul, Figo, and that were signed up to like, and Casillas were notably signed up to technically lifetime contracts, which was 10 year deals. And they, they, they've scrapped them now, you can't have them. But hmm. Chelsea are just going within their means. I think what's more, I think the concern really with Chelsea is it's reckless spending. It's just looking like a guy who's going, right, how can I get as many players in for as long as possible and, and spend as much money as possible? This is how you can do it. Okay, well, I want him offering a seven year, and it it just feels like an American's got a new toy, mm. and then that's I think that's what people has their back up on it because yeah. clever, fair play, you know, he's he's found a way to do it that way, and and again, if innocent Man City are proven, then tap, you have to top your hat to them for doing what they've been doing over the years. Um, but as it seems with this Bowley, 
he's splashing his money, but he's not doing it outside the rules. So it is what it is. Yes, yeah. Uh, Terry says here, yeah, dumped into lower leagues, but clubs will get out of it, promising to be good boys in the future. I'm sure that's exactly what we said when we got fined and agreed that uh, it would be it would be lower to three point one. Yeah, we'll settle with you. We'll give you this amount. We won't do it again. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of that. Um, uh, let's have a look what other people are saying. Uh, I, I, I just think, I mean, yeah, okay. You've, <laughs> Ray said, you know, yes, they are buying younger players. Uh, and they're also talking to, 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 it's funny because big teams are happy to go out and buy usually established players. They won't usually risk the younger players, which we don't mind because we, we risk it and we make a bit of money on it. But I just think, you know, you give it, even if it's a young player, you're giving them seven years, and that's a long time to think when will they hit their peak? You know, what is their potential? How many players, you know, you know we've seen it in the past, you know, players that we've looked at that have come on, young players, and think they're going to be fantastic, you know, and yeah, all right, KDH, Barnes, you could argue, you know, and probably Luke Thomas. But there's a lot more that haven't made it. And if you sign them up to seven, eight years, you're stuck with them. And, you know, you can't get rid of them and you're having to pay the wages or pay them off. That's Chelsea's biggest problem, isn't it? They've got 50 players that always go out alone every year. It's a common theme. I don't know we exaggerate that number, but it's damn close. Mm. To be actually honest, if you look at their probably total numbers... Obviously, that's excluding the youth play. That's including, sorry, I say, sorry, the youth players that you don't always see registered because they're not first team members. But yeah, it's it, it, again, if you look at it, Leicester probably do the same percentage of loanies out from from the youth development more than the first team. Obviously, it's very rare we see a first team player go. I think I think the last one in terms of a player that we put out on loan was was it Andy King. Maybe probably the last notable player I can think of that we loaned out near the end of his career because yeah. we wanted to keep him, but we didn't. Maybe Mark Albright, and actually this this window, should I say, is probably... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, cool. but yeah, yeah. Before, before Albrighton, it was probably Andy King, unless someone's going to say someone in between that. Um, it just so happens that what they class or have to register as first-team players because of their age being over that 21 bracket, they want to send out. Chelsea are accustomed to being the loan merchant club. But Leicester's loan market, if you looked at it and looked at the numbers, is probably a small a, a percentage, a good percentage of their squad because the number difference in, in what Chelsea have at the club and what Leicester have player-wise, that, mm. that takes into account as well. It, it does. And I just want to sort of sidetrack for a minute. I'll come back on to that. But um, it's, a, it's just said here as Ray Soyuncu. And I just want to... Uh, send him the best wishes. And I know um, Brendan yeah. spoke about it in his press conference and very remiss of me. Uh, obviously, Turkish international. Uh, he'll have family and friends out there. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to criticise what's going on out there because it's a situation. I don't know how anybody is able to still come out alive after three or four days, but they're still finding people, which is amazing. But our thoughts do go out to... Um, to, 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 to uh, Kagler and uh, hope you know everything's all right with family and friends. Um, so, but yeah, thank yeah. you for, for reminding me on that, Ray. Uh, I've got to say, I mean, do you remember? I don't know if you remember ITV Digital. Vaguely. Yeah. Well, let, I'm going to move on now from FFP. Um, 
ITV Digital was basically what it says on the tin. You know, it was Sky had just started. They'd taken the Premier League and ITV decided, yeah, we're going to do this with the lower leagues. Gave them loads and loads of money um, to, to sign up for this deal. Um, clubs went out and spent money on the fact that they were going to get this in and get even more as it, as it went along. And then ITV said, actually, no, we're not going to do it now. It's not working. Nobody's watching it. And you had a lot of clubs get into a lot of trouble then, financial trouble, because they spent beyond their means. And yeah, okay, you can blame the clubs that you know you shouldn't spend money until you've actually got it. Um, can you see at any point, and I do worry about this, and I, I said a long time ago with house prices that you know the, I remember buying my first house for twenty two thousand pounds, and I sold it two years later and I doubled the profit forty two. And then that house I sold for 42, two years later I sold for 70. Uh, because house prices were just going up and up and up under, under Thatcher. Um, and eventually I think these bubbles have got to burst. If this bubble ever bursts that we are in now, if these rich owners get fed up with, you know, I'm bored with this now, uh, or Sky, let's say, you know, something happens with Sky, there's going to be one huge huge fallout isn't there yeah but i just don't see it under this ownership that we'd ever get into that trouble even if it was i mean sky's at a point where it will change hands before sky's gone bust it it just be a, it just be more money in someone else's pocket i think the tv revenue maybe bt would take all the custom obviously for that or amazon prime might get a better deal in the cut for more than just the Christmas Day fixtures that they put on, um, so I, 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 that's that's the safeguard you'd go in the knowledge, thinking that's how it would go on if, if their bubble was to burst. And the only way Leicester's bubble really bursts is if the owners do decide to ever sell, which right now is not a concern that Leicester fans have because of the recent actions of the club and not just the debt paying off that they've done, but. The, uh, the loans that they've had against the club and paid off, what they've done previous, um, and the investment they've just given genuinely all round, um, you just never, you just, there's not an ounce of me that feels that that's, that's going to change whilst they're at the helm. Uh, you know, that won't become even a slight concern or worry to me until that day ever should it arrive. Mm. I, I just worry that this, you know, it's just getting, I mean, again, like I say, we've moved on from the main topic now, but. All this when we had um, when we had COVID, you know. Oh, it's the fans that count. We, you know, we're missing the fans. They can give a shit about the fans again now, could they? I think they're deep. I think it's gone back to being deep down. They're happy to see fans back in because that was a stressful period for everybody. Um, forget your financial security aside and the difference in that. You know, they, their business lost the money. That 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 that. That is the main part of the reason they're, they're in a good position to put their wealth into the football club and, for, and keep improving the football club as a whole. So they, they probably care more than others do. Others will only look at the figures and say, well, how do we get them? How do we get that up? And they won't think about the fans first as a way to do it. They'll, they'll look at outside investors. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Whereas, you know, that's another thing that, that adds to the endearment of our ownership is they never forget the fans. And that's not just Leicester fans. We've seen what and spoke about several shows of the, the, the things they've done for away travel fans. So yeah, yeah, we're yeah. blessed in a way. But yeah, there's not a lot of fans that, sorry, not a lot of owners of, of, from other clubs that probably don't care too much that they're back in the stand now. I mean, football now is getting spread out a lot, as it's not just Sky. So you've got, certain, I mean, um, there's a game in, coming up in, in, in midweek that's going to be on Amazon Prime. Uh, there's, you know, BT have the one a, a week. So it is being diluted. And, of course, ITV and what have you get the FA Cup. So... Do you see, I mean, I would love to see a position where we need tele, we need television. We know that, you know. We, we, yeah. we, it, what we've got now as a product, I can remember because I'm, 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 believe it or not, I'm actually quite old. I know that's. I know you're looking at me thinking, Chris, that youthful look you've got. Don't, don't, don't josh us. But yeah, I am quite old. I remember, I remember going. I remember going to uh, football. As a lot of people in the chat will, when you had pens behind, you know, you had you know, it was the cop and you had the spy and cop, and you had four pens. It was all fenced in, and I couldn't get out. I wanted to leave at half time in one game because of the trouble, and I couldn't because the doors were locked. I mean, you can't imagine that these days for health and safety. Um, so, what I would not have wanted to take my children to football in those sort of atmospheres, but it is a lot now. It is more family friendly. Um, Obviously, the prices have gone up, so it's not sort of as affordable for you know most of us now like it used to be. But let's be honest with you, most of the time, certainly in the top two divisions, facilities are better. Um, <laughs> he says you went to see football and it was black and white. <laughs> a cheeky bugger. Um, I, I can remember that long ago. I can remember when Man City were uh, successful before they had money. Uh, but... <laughs> but so it is better, let's be honest with you. So television is always going to be there. I would love to see a situation where, and it can be done, every game, let's say in the Premier League to start with, but every game is televised. Because again, what we get now is um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a cup final, there's an FA Cup game coming up, and is it Sheffield United that got Man City? Uh, I'm not sure. Yes, I but, believe so. But it is on. It is on telly, right? Oh, um, it was, it was it Tottenham got Sheffield United? I think. 
I think, well, yeah, because so Manchester Manchester yeah. yeah, I was talking to uh, Dad yeah. yesterday, and I said he said like, oh, and he, showed, he sent me the schedule through. Um, I can, I can. Bristol City versus Manchester City. That was it. I think it's on. Go on, Nigel. Yeah, go on, Nigel um, Person. And he said, oh, isn't it nice that Bristol City are actually being shown on the telly? And I went, well, it's because they're playing Manchester City. Yeah, and, and and that would make for a great case. And and again, you could you're never going to get that with the. That's another thing as well. You're probably going not going to get that with the hiring system at the BBC for the FA Cup. But that that is a point to make. And if it gets on Sky, um, I don't 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 know if the FA Cup games are always on BBC. I don't think they ever on Sky. I know they're only on the. Do it now, for example, Stoke versus Brighton is ITV four. Leicester Blackburn is on the iPlayer. Uh, oh, well, that's something. We're at that stage now where obviously there's fewer games, so most of them are covered. Fulham League, BBC yeah. One, Bristol versus Man City, ITV One, Southampton Grimsby, ITV Four, Burnley Fleetwood, iPlayer, Manchester United, West Ham, ITV One, Sheffield United, Tottenham Hotspur, BBC One. But like I say, would, I mean, let's have a look, Southampton Grimsby Town. Would, and I'm not going to complain that it's only on ITV4 because everybody that can get ITV1 can get ITV4. You just press a different button. So I don't care whether it's on the channel 1, 2, 3 or 4. You can, you can you know, see it. Yeah. Um, and, and with the greatest respect, you have to take it into accord the fan base. Sky aren't going to pay to put that game on telly. Yeah. yeah. Um, with the greatest respect. They're just not. That's why these FA Cup dream ties and that these giant killings go on channels. But... With the greatest respect to the fan base of both clubs, uh, I'm sure they've got brilliant fan bases. I'm not denying that, but the reason they're on ITV4, you're on telly. But yeah, you could look at the structure that you put forward. The only problem is that's where the Catch 22 comes in because if you start putting everybody on Sky or, or like I said, you dilute them through the systems of, you know, Sky, BT, get the main picks, and then you maybe offer some out for allow amazon to, to to nab a few you could do it that way and and and, and do it all down but then they, but then these tv companies will go well, hold on a minute suddenly you're not that exclusive and that desperate we can put everybody on our channel we're not going to pay you as much as we were before because well, okay. well, well let's let's say for example then right so this coming weekend west ham chelsea is on sky mm-hmm. um, at 12 30. At 5.30, you've got Bournemouth, Newcastle. On Sunday, you've got Leeds, Man United. And then on Sunday, you've also got Manchester City, Aston Villa. Now, let's say they were all three o'clock kickoffs, right? Leicester aren't on telly, but we are available on Leicester Till I Die TV, folks. Watch along 2.30 tomorrow. Don't forget to tune in. Um, plug. I don't think anybody noticed that. <laughs> I've got a book to sell. I'd, uh, I'd be telling them about that. But right, what I'm saying is, let's say they're all three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Would I, because I can't watch Leicester, would I go and watch Manchester City versus Aston Villa? No. I don't give a sh- no disrespect, Ray. I don't give a shit about either team. Yeah, they're good and what have you, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch that. Why am I paying to watch Manchester City Everton? I won't buy a ticket to go and watch it. Oh, I'm sorry, Manchester City Villa. I might watch Liverpool Everton because it's a derby and you know, it depends on what's going on. But generally speaking, if you're not watching your own club, you're not watching somebody else. Now you look at Amazon, right? 
And I've got Amazon Prime, so I get to see all the Amazon matches. It's the one thing I've still got. They are able to show three or four games all at the same time on different streams. You go onto Amazon Prime, and they've got all the games across the top, and you pick which one you want to watch, and you can watch that one. Why can't that be done with all the matches so that every match is on TV? Because of the fact that Amazon depend on their huge, huge income from their prime subscribers. Because like you said, Chris, it comes with, um, you know, it comes with yeah, signing up. And yes, there's a majority of people that when they first use it, they'll use maybe, if they're lucky enough to have not used it, They'll use the 30 day free trial, but Amazon take that. That's going into business side of it. You go on the premise of percentage that these people either forget and still pay the 7.99 for that month anyway, or they sign up and keep it because they use it as it is. So for each customer that's doing that, they're already paying for that match without even realizing it. Even if they choose not to watch any football because they're with family or whatever, if they paid for it once and kept it, they're going to do it. So Amazon are probably the only company that it sounds stupid to say it because of the way they generate their money through other means. That's movie rentals, that's Amazon Prime, that's the sale of any product that's used with that and everything else. They can afford to do it for two days. Sky and that don't actually have that financial backing to do that for a collective season. They, they would probably argue. And it sounds crazy, but they pay out a lot more. Okay. Amazon only do it for a month capital, don't they? Yeah, and they don't do as many games. You know, I, exactly. I, that, that's that's how they're able to do it. The Arsenal-Man City game on Wednesday. And again, I might watch that because it's first against second. But, you know, we know they're only showing that because it was one of the games that was cancelled that was supposed to have Christmas time, I believe. But yeah. see, to me, like, I don't have Sky and I don't have BT. Uh, and I watch it through my fire stick. So I'm watching it. And you know what it's like, mate, when you're watching it. Yeah, I do the same, mate. I watch it. I, I, I allegedly watch it through a stream. Yeah. They, 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 you know, the connection's not good. They go down. It's, you know, I don't have the sound on, thankfully, because I'm doing a watch along. So I can't have the sound on, but it'll probably be in a foreign language anyway. Um, now, let's say Sky came along and said, right, we're going to show every Premier League game. Uh, it doesn't matter when they kick off. That that way, we don't have to have matches on Monday night. You know, we don't have to have Southampton travelling up to Newcastle on Boxing Day because we want to show that match. The fact, the fact that they can't get home or get up there, we don't care about you, but we're going to do it on that day. We're just going to show all the matches, 3 o'clock. We'll have some on Saturday, some on Sunday, and we're going to show them all. We're going to show them all. They can have cameras at every ground. We know they can because they do that when they do it on the final day. They might have yeah, games, we know that. cameras at every yeah. ground. And then yeah, we know everybody, that. Would I pay for that service if I knew Leicester were on the telly every week? Yes. I would probably actually subscribe to Sky because, Sky, because I know yeah. that the service I'd be getting would be better than what I'm getting now. Yeah, the problem, less for. yeah. But, but again, the problem isn't that it isn't doable. We know it's achievable. They did it for us all during that COVID period, the season, yeah. pretty much. Um, but the oh, and this is the most unfortunate thing with the, the the way money affects football so much and controls it so much to 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 a lot of the degree. Unfortunately, is the only people that benefits is the fans, 
And that sounds like a brilliant thing because it should be and always should be the bloody number one thing on their minds. But unfortunately, companies don't make their decisions on sentiment. They don't think about how it could go to the fans because they'd probably still turn the profits guy. I'm not suggesting it's anything business sense, but what, why would they give it as all for the price that we're, that people are paying and do it over two days or just one day? They can stretch it out Friday. They want as much football on telly as possible. Yeah, what I'm saying because... is, is how, how many Newcastle fans will watch Manchester City, Aston Villa? There'll be a few, obviously, because there are general football fans that was well. I watch whatever. Yeah, there, there is football, people out there. Yeah, there's the generally speaking, Newcastle. Jordy's in. Jordy, I bet you wouldn't sort of pay to watch uh, Manchester City Villa. No disrespect to them, like I say. What I'm saying is, is, is we know they can do deals. I've had it with Now TV when I threatened to leave there once. I was paying twenty quid a month for Sky Football, so. That's cheaper than Sky itself, but it's part of Sky. We know that. So let's say, for example, and again, I'm just using these prices. I don't know prices. I don't have Sky or whatever now. I mean, BT charge you £25 a month for one game a weekend. That's all they have, you know. Uh, so Sky isn't that bad value. But let's say Sky say, right, the current price you would pay for Sky Sports and all the channels you get is 30 quid a month. And you go, yeah, but how often are Leicester on? Once a month, sometimes not even that. Do mm -hmm. I want to pay that to watch these other things? But they then that, come that, and yeah, say, but... let me know. Let me sorry, let me just finish. But they come and say, um, actually, we're going to put it up to forty pounds, but every single Leicester game will be on Premier League game on every weekend. And I'm thinking, oh, forty quid. That's not so. They're actually going to end up getting more money because more people would sign up. It seems that way, but again, it only benefits the fans because you'd find a you'd find a flaw in it. A suddenly Sky are no longer showing blockbuster Premier League games on a Sunday. They're not showing it on a Monday. They all have to do it the same day because people would if you tried to do it over just the weekend, people would go, So you're gonna charge me a ten or more. Yeah, I could always watch a Leicester game, but can't I pay less because I don't really care about anybody else's game? I'm not going to watch a game if, if no, less players are sat down. No, but you know, you have to make the point to back to it, mate. You have to look at it from the company's perspective. You might say £40 to watch your team play all the times plays seems well, but people can watch the teams by means necessary without doing that and, and not have to worry about it. It also comes down to the perspective of the individual. Why are people willing to pay 80 quid if they're then sitting there moaning, going, but I only want to watch my team play and we're not really on. Yeah, it sucks. We should all be on a lot more. And you yeah, know, I, I understand the premise of this, but you're not, Sky won't make that money that you, you, you perceive it to make because they just won't. People won't be interested in paying for it. I mean, you've seen it, that these companies offer you they? low premiums to watch the game, but they I don't take it. I can understand the club say, well, actually, and Geordie, you've got to be bloody different, haven't you, Geordie? He says, I watch all the games. You know, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's someone that will pay that money. That, yeah, but, but you if, do, if, you do, yeah, I'm joking, of course, Jordy. I know, I get it, but for those yeah. people that are, and, and that, they're the ones that really have the up and the people that are just mad on football. Yes, they have a team that they follow, love, and support, and 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 do it beyond means. But there are yeah. people out there that I give credit to that will sit there and watch the football because it's on the telly. Yeah. But yeah. if they're willing to do that, that's the price to do it. And again. 
The club benefit side argument of it is their their earnings from being on the TV. They won't be seen as special, if you will, because we make a big song and dance when it's a four thirty kickoff, whether we like the timing or not. But the clubs won't get paid as much. It's like we're no different to Man U, Man City. Let let me change this round then. Okay, maybe I went too much on that. Let's say (laughs) I'm just too passionate. Let's say (laughs) (laughs) let's say Friday night to Monday night, right? That they can show the games whenever they want to, but whatever time they want to, but they will still show all ten games every weekend, right? Now that's a Friday night kickoff, a Monday night kickoff. You know, Manchester City might be on Monday night, Liverpool might be on a Friday night, but every game is shown. Would I pay to get that? Yes, I would, because I know that if I if I paid to watch it on Sky or BT. And you know you could say right, look, there's 52 weeks. There's, oh, there's, there's, there's what? There's 38 games a season, right? So Sky, you're going to have 25 of those. Mm. BT, you can have 10 of those. Amazon, you can have three of those weeks. So that's how it splits up. Maybe that's what you know. I'm, again, bear with me. I'm not being exact here, but you know, oh, I know, I know. what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So when it comes to weekend 10, that might be BT Sports weekend. So again, they are showing it at all different times. People that, are, that go to watch a match live, and this is what the clubs are scared of, is that people will suddenly stop going to watch a match live. Let me say, if I lived in Leicester and I could go and watch a match live or I would watch it on the telly, I would go and watch it live because yeah. it's an experience that you get. It's the whole match day thing, the waking up, the going to watch it. But I don't live in I live a seven-and-a-half-hour return journey away. I can't afford, you know, can't afford season tickets and, and all the travel and the expense. But if I lived in Leicester, yes, I'd get on the bus, I'd go down, and I'd watch it live, not on the telly, right? And I think most fans would do that. So we're looking at fans like you. You know, you're 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 in the northwest. I'm on I'm on the south coast. We don't get to see Leicester live. All right, neither of us are working at the moment, but let's say we both had decent jobs. Yeah. Then you know, would I would I stick with what I've got now? knowing that sometimes I can't even find a game and I'm therefore having to like you know listen to the radio. Your streams go down. Look, last week you missed the, nearly the whole first half of the game. Or yeah. would I pay £40, let's say, rather than 30 or 90 rather than, than, than 50 knowing that every week and I could watch my team? And I tell you what, that would be a hell of a lot cheaper me paying for a seven and a half round hour round trip which is going to be 40 quids worth of petrol plus the ticket you know plus possibly parking and food and what have you would i, I would pay that because i would know i would be seeing it on a decent stream that isn't going to break down on me usually i mean obviously it's, it's you know anything can happen but that's also not then they'll have to be at the same time but at least you can see your team every single week would that would would these companies not therefore end up? Well, let's take Amazon out of it because, like you say, it's part of the package. Yeah. I don't pay extra for it because I've got Amazon Prime anyway. But BT and Sky are the main ones, obviously. You know, they they would get more money, I'm sure, because I could say I think you know some fans would say, yeah, God, if I could see my team, you know, and all these people, you know, people that sort of you know live abroad that are currently getting it free, block that. You know, and get them to pay as well. 
well, yeah, but that that's that's a big hypothetical, you know, hypothetical to look at it. Um, but I get where you're coming from, but not for me. I I can't I can't defend paying fifty pound a month to see my team play every week because it's just not sustainable. It's not affordable. And I don't just mean my circumstances. It's not at the moment. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not including my circumstances in it. I just don't think it's 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 ascertainable for, for fans to do week in, week out. Not for everybody to do. And and for me, if I can get it for free, yeah, I, I have the gripe of it, but it works 90% of the time what I'm doing. I'm going to keep doing that because it's the best way for me to do it. And again, I don't care how little it is unless it's ridiculously cheap that it actually is like downloading a cheap app and I can watch my club through the Aston website or something like that. Um, you know, I don't care if I could watch any team over there. The only team I'm ever going to watch is, is is Leicester. But I'm not paying £40 a month to sit there and watch them okay. take and on... I would accept, like I've said, you know, some, some people watch every single game they can... Uh, mm. And I accept what you're saying is going to be yeah. yourself in that middle ground area. If you let's say, and I don't know how, how much I've got to be honest with you, how much a match day ticket is. Let's say 25 quid. I think there's a, it's about that for the cheapest, possibly a lot more, obviously, if you're an artist yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, let's yeah. just say we're on the cheap so end. We're, pay, we're paying, well, it's 30 quid for an away ticket because it's capped at that. So, yes, this in, is in good. a four week month, you're paying 60, 50, you're paying 110 pounds, right? That's seen two home games and two away games. Then add on your travelling for the two away games. Um, and if you've gone up to Newcastle or <laughs> Southampton, it's a hell of a lot more. Although you might get coach traffic, you know, coach from the club or whatever. But let's say you're not going to get much change out of 200 quid over the month. Yeah. If you've got... Now, like I say, don't get me wrong, because if I was in Leicester, then I would definitely be going to the games because I just think it's it, it's you know it's the atmosphere and you're seeing mates and you're having a beer and what have you. Uh, it's the match day experience, as they say. But, so for me, that would cost a lot more because I'm having to do, do, do the travelling. But if I knew I could get for 90 quid a month, see those same four games in the month, then... Yeah, for me, see, I would, I would do that because I can see my team every week, not just if we happen to play, you know, Man City or or, or Man United or whatever. The, the the problem is, whilst I get that the figures you're using are are to make the example clearer of what it is you're making, the the thing is, I've had one or two things become an issue, and it doesn't matter with the price. The price could, they're either putting the price so high. Um, because you get so much access for you for, for every club, because they're not going to, you know, the, the price wouldn't stay the same. The price would either increase dramatically, so only people, uh, you know, you'd, you'd be very well off to, to be able to afford um, seeing it. And maybe then Sky could give you the option to keep paying what you are a month and, and like it and lump it sort of thing and make it like a VIP thing, like a, if you can afford it. God, I've just given Sky an investment idea. Should have, anyway. Uh, but <laughs> it's either that, but then you look at the contrast to it, and I, I, I'd fire this back to you. Let's say they go the other route and do it ridiculously cheap because they can afford to do it because they know they're going to get loads of people sign up. They shouldn't make it twenty pound a month, and everybody signs up to it, or pretty much everybody, and then they get like a massive influx. What does that do for the seats in the stands? Well, 
because no, you just no, made no, the point. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. Make the point though, because it's a fair point to make. If it becomes too cheap in terms of how the club look at it, they're not going to be able to compete with saying, "Hey, come and sit in the stand and watch it," because it's going to cost you thirty quid for your match ticket, thirty quid for your food, because or, or whatever, because you're bringing your kids or you, you're having a few beers as well, a five and a few match day program, and someone's going mm, twenty pound a month. I can, I've, I can not, watch. I've not said. At any point in this, make it cheap. No, but I've just given them two other ends of what they well, can go for. They're either, yeah, but they're either going to do one or the other, Chris, and you're either going to damage the football clubs not being able to drop the tickets and, and, and lose attendances inside the stadium, or you're going to price people out of it, in my opinion. It's the only way it would work for them as a company. But what, I, what I'm saying is the increase from, let's say, 70 quid a month up to 90.95. But it's not only going to be that cheap, though. It wouldn't be that cheap for a service like that. They'd have to charge more for it because they're hiring more staff. I have not been to a game at the King Power where there wasn't cameras in some form or another. Every time I walked round to my season ticket when I had one, you could see that there was TV trucks there. They have the, the you know, when they show match of the day, how come they can show highlights from every single game? Because they've got cameras there. So the infrastructure is already in place. And let's be honest with you. Most teams, if Manchester United suddenly lost 2,000 fans because of it, there'd be 2,000 other fans behind them that would take those seats up, you know. Yeah. And like I say, I'm not – you are going to – and there'll always be some, some, you know, fans that, you know, say, oh, God, yeah, it's cheaper, let me go and do that. But I think the majority of fans – and it's only my opinion, like I say, and I, I take your points totally mm. on board. Um, but what I'm saying is that Sky would make more money – and if Sky make more money, therefore the clubs would make more money. Um, the, yes, the majority of fans would still go to the game because it's the experience. But look at Doug. You know, Doug is in, uh, lives in Edinburgh and he supports Liverpool. How many games does he get to? But would he pay, he's in full-time employment, would he pay that sort of, say, 100 quid to... to, to um, Oh, make it the same price as the tickets then. Do you know what I mean? Because I would pay that. I would pay that to watch it. I really, really would. Yeah, but the average price of of of, um, of a Leicester ticket is probably the average price of a basic package you get to watch Sky as it is anyway. But I get what you're saying. That would more probably be for that. But then you could argue that maybe get the power back in with the clubs. You know, maybe the owners of, of clubs that are in a financial situation, would it ever be seen that we get into a point where where the club's websites are running the streams themselves of the match days? Because they, too, have their highlights package. No, for a fact, the less, because they always have visual from it themselves. So, who knows? That, that could be a way to see change. It's always the same, it's always the same as Content. the right? yeah. It's edited differently, and there's a bit different bits yeah. shown. One's five minutes long, one's ten minutes long. But, yeah, always the case. Yeah, but you know, and depending obviously whether you win or lose as to what highlights your club do. Um, the problem is then the money is going direct to the club, not to to the, the broadcasters. So what would the broadcasters make out of it? Or it's well, that's joint, what I mean. It's a joint it thing. Yeah. I yeah. just I just think it it and it's not there's not an easy solution. I'm not gonna say there is, you know. All I'm saying is that I just think it could be a possibility and I think it would help some fans out because football is now global. We yeah. know like Leicester, 
No, after we won it, how many people? Oh, you look at there's a New Zealand Leicester club. There's about three or four in Australia that I know of that, you know, they get up early in the morning to watch it and what have you. Maybe make the prices the same as a season ticket. I don't know. But if I could watch Leicester, for me, just personally, if I could watch Leicester uh, on proper TV every single weekend, would I sign up to that? Yes, I would. Again, you're having to say that you've got to get all these clubbies skies and bts and what have you together but if you're again if you're saying you know if i'm going to say well look you know i'm going to see 25 out of the 38 games yeah i still sign up for it because at the moment i'm probably watching decently without buffering and being you know 24 hours behind the actual players kicking it on the pitch um would i do that for sort of 25 games yes i, I would because i'd sooner watch it properly if you know what i mean you know um and yes there's going to be people that you know like i say could i afford to do it now no because i'm not working you know and i accept that but it would still be cheaper for me to be able to follow my club rather than having to say get in the car and it's the whole day and i'm not getting you know especially if it's a night game you know yeah 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 and again that but that and again that just comes that's when it's whittled down to it's all irrelevant because it all depends on the person's what they're willing to pay and what they're not sort of thing, doesn't it? That's what it comes down to brass tax. But yeah, I, I get that, especially for a night game. But that's that's where these companies find their advantages by wanting to get these night games on their shows, don't they? They want to get them on their broadcasting because of that reason. Because yeah. even then the local fans going, I can't do that because I'm in work at six o'clock in the morning. But if it's sat at home with the feet up with the slippers on or something, it's not such a bad experience, which is... Yeah. It balances. I mean, that would be something, wouldn't it? It'd be nice to see clubs do it where maybe you subscribe for, say, £15 a month to, to Leicester, lcfc.com, and you get some content alongside it, you know, like some companies do. But yeah, uh, that's probably well, they do it with radio, do. don't they? Um, they put free content out on there yeah. to their YouTube and channel. Yeah. You know, even if it's a match that the BBC Radio 5 or Talk Sport, and let's be honest with you, those, those are the two, as you can see at the top there, those are the two main radio channels. But you still get it on, on lcfc.com. Yeah, which has been a blessing for yeah. me over the and time. Exactly. But you can't, and to kind of, sorry, just to sidetrack, Niall, I've put you on timeout. I don't care what you're doing on other channels, to be honest with you. You know you don't come on to channels and talk about other channels when you're on there. I can't believe we're still having to tell you this. You've been banned from other channels for doing it. I don't give a shit what other channels are doing, mate. And excuse my French. This this is the channel we're talking about. Don't come on and talk about other channels. Um, sorry, getting back to what I was saying. No, if, if, you know, I can't listen to the BBC, even with a smart speaker. I cannot listen to the BBC, Radio Leicester, to the Leicester game. It's blocked. You can't get it outside of their, their broadcast area, right? No, you can't. Talk Sport, if they're covering the game, you get that nationwide. We get it worldwide, probably, yeah. But whilst they're doing it, you're still getting Leicester doing, you know, Leicester Football, lcfc.com. You're still getting them, you know, doing a broadcast on the radio. So if it can be done with the radio, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit strange, but I think that I think that was more the because I do remember years ago you actually used to get the commentary if it was on BBC Sport. I remember when I lived in Ireland, I was actually able to listen to a game because it was on BBC Sport, 
I think I think it was the worst game I've ever experienced because I think we lost to Burton in the cup. I remember it that well. Pretty so nice. it used to be that way, and I think clubs just took it back in house to deal with their radio broadcasting. So that's why now, uh, you know, that that isn't available to listen to, and it's only text on the BBC and not a, a, a commentary because less to do it themselves. There may be yeah. some that still do it, which is why their games get on. But again, doesn't matter if you have to listen to it or watch it. It's competitive on what they want on, isn't it? And don't don't get me wrong, you know, I understand why they want to show Manchester United versus Manchester City and not Leicester City versus Southampton. Of course I yeah. do, because they're going to get worldwide viewers and they are going to get, you know, more fans support those clubs. So it, I know they're going to do that. But I just think that the option should be there. One thing I just want to finish on now, because again, we, 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 we I, think, I think we've covered that topic. <laughs> yeah, very well, we've done that. I think we have, actually. I think we pat ourselves on the back. But one thing, the other thing I want to say is that about this putting fans first and what have you, like, if you're going to show a game, like, so when Sky decides, yep, we're going to show a game, yep, yeah. so that game uh, is going to be Monday night and um, it's going to be Liverpool-Everton. That's what they're showing this Monday night. Great. Because mm. it's Monday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. It's going to be sort of a late finish. But everybody can go home and drive home, get the bus home, walk home, whatever. But why do you insist on showing Southampton versus Newcastle? And I'm using that as an example because they're the two furthest teams apart on like Boxing Day, on you know Monday nights. By all means, show it on the telly, but make that the Sunday game. It's just contractual, isn't it? If they, if I mean, if you look at the the fixture list sometimes some weeks you are with the greatest respect to it you just spare some rivalries you you you, you spare some of a, 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 a really juicy fixture yeah you probably maybe got something like a chelsea fulham but it's not you know you know it's not a man city man you it's not a manchester united liverpool it's not liverpool everton and and some weeks you just fall flat on your face and you probably got two or three that you can spread out and you think and and sky and bt will go you know what southampton leicester Ain't the prettiest at all, but we'll take it for a Tuesday night. Well, Who knows? Yeah, there we... might be lots of goals, like a nine-miller. You know, I mean, it's one of them where it just fits in. And it's just such law, really. Clubs, you don't yeah, know. And, and but they've got to show these teams so many times anyway. Yeah, and also yeah. Monday nights more for the die-hard fans. You'll you'll you're probably not like you said, unless you get some football absolute fanatic that watches every game, you're not going to get many neutrals that really care about an 8 o'clock kickoff unless it's their team playing. So that's probably also a reason why you get them games on the Monday night. But if they're going to show Newcastle-Southampton, does it matter whether they show it at 4 o'clock on a Sunday or at 8 o'clock? They're going to, people are going to watch it, they're going to watch it. Yeah, but I think it's just that psychological thing isn't it if you're if you're off at the weekend and you've got a time to watch it and there's nothing really on and the tv's a bit dull and i don't know maybe your lovely partner's out shopping or whatever or or you're you've gone blind to football because you can't hear the kids and her she's dealing with them or whatever reason you find yourself lazily flicking through and you go oh i wonder i wonder if i wonder how spurs are getting on against man city five minutes of you in this 
That's to them, that's better. Whereas eight o'clock at night, you're tired from work, you really don't care. You check your phone, oh, Man City are losing, that's funny, or Man United are losing to Wolves, that's hilarious. You just mm-hmm. do it that way. You know, that it's that that's where you get down to the nitty gritty as to why it kind of does get important to them. It's it that's where you look at all the stats and you, you basically money balling the situation then when you, you you figure out how they go about putting teams on. Because how many times have we felt the raw end of a deal because suddenly we're on at Friday night at eight o'clock you thinking Ah, oh, well, we know what that's on for. They need to get us on telly. And it's... Why can't they put us on telly at 12.30 on Saturday or at 5.30 on Saturday because or at 2 o'clock on Sunday? Because unless Leicester are playing Nottingham Forest, let's face it, where the, 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 where the neutral eye might be cast over it, they, they 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 will look at all their viewerships when the peaks time, and that's why you've got a twelve thirty Saturday kickoff. That's why you've got a five thirty on a Friday, and that's why you've got a two and a four on a Sunday because they will do their best ability, unless they're really short and they have to put a chuck away on there. And we all know when we know a chuck away fixture on because it makes no sense why they're on telly because it's like Leicester Crystal Palace being on telly. Why? Because they have to. But majority of the time they'll save it for a fixture that's got more chance of grabbing the general fan base than putting Leicester on at night. Yeah, I just think, again, you're, you, if you're putting a football game on, your biggest viewers are going to be the fans of those two clubs. Yeah, obviously. But like I said, you're this going to get the same like Geordie that's going to watch you know, every game, and I respect that. But the vast majority are going to be fans of those two clubs. Um, so they, I, you know, I would watch Leicester if it's on, you know, somebody said, oh, you're coming out on Friday. No, no, Leicester on telly. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Hey, you yeah, fancy yeah. coming around for me on Sunday? No, 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 Leicester on telly. I don't care when it is. I will make the time to go and watch something. You know, it can't be. I mean, Boxing Day. And, you know, there's some sense that this is Boxing Day this year. Well, last year, obviously, now. Uh, Brentford played Spurs. Yeah, good. Palace played Fulham. Yeah, I mean, there's some good ones in there. You know, Southampton, Brighton. But yeah, but again, day, you've got an Arsenal West Ham, but on Boxing Day, you've got Villa and Liverpool having to travel down to Villa. Now, how did they get home on Boxing Day? You know, because not everybody goes on the coach and the trains on you Boxing might, Day, yeah. what have you? And the other yeah. one, Newcastle played Leicester. Yeah, and again, the the one that caught the main attraction went on at a different time to the others because they weren't all the same time kickoffs either. I know they're all available, but Prime. again, it was, on, it was on Amazon Prime. So to be honest with you, yeah. they probably were around the yeah. time, you know. Yeah, well, maybe it was. And again, look, Boxing Day. Let's let's be honest. It, it's the local local fans and and the diehard away fans that that, that make that Boxing Day crowd up because it can be physically impossible for people that would usually go to a game to make it out on that that, that particular day. But that's a whole different kettle of fish, as they say. Mm -hmm. It is just what it is when it comes to it. These broadcasting companies will judge a game on its popularity in terms of rating. And whilst you're right, 80%, 90% of the fans will be that, that are tuning in are purely... Um, fans of the two teams that are playing. So let's say it's Leicester, Nottingham Forest, and we're on at 12, you know, let's say we're on at 12.30 on a Saturday. The thing is, they will look at that and go, it's a derby, so there's more chance that maybe people like to put a bit of football on before they get ready for their team's games. They'll they'll actually give it a watch, where if it 12.30 is Crystal Palace versus, oh, I don't know, someone who's not a weird-ass rival of them when they're nowhere near each other, I don't know, Everton. 
Yeah, yeah, it was great milestone club. We actually said exactly <laughs> the same club. Yeah. yeah. I was looking but at you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, you're gonna keep them as a three o'clock or put them on a lease peak time because you know no one's really you probably find that is the, the whole fan base for that game. Yeah. I, I I've never I've never had had the urge when flicking through sky saw that Everton are playing Crystal Palace with the greatest respect for I'm gonna step that on. It doesn't interest yeah. me, but it might someone else. And I, and that's... I, I I do get it, but I just think at the moment there is absolutely nothing from the BT Amazon or or Sky that actually says we consider you know we we are considerate about the fans. We you know we, we oh, want yeah, the fans to enjoy it. There is nothing at all. And it would not take a much, cause much, because like I say, would you, would you, would you, if if let's let's say Leicester were playing, and it's not a derby, but let's say Leicester were playing Newcastle on Friday night, would you watch it? Yeah, because that's my yeah. club. Would you? Yeah, and would you watch it on Saturday lunch, uh, Saturday morning, twelve thirty kickoff? Would yeah, you but you watch it you, at five thirty. Would you watch I, it? At, but, um, yeah, but again, I don't see what you're saying. I get that because we all know everybody's going to follow their own club at any time, day or night, if they support that particular club. The viewers, and it would just show to me um, the, you know, a, a bit of appreciation towards the fans. I, I can but, remember, unfortunately, it was the game when um, Richai, rest in peace, uh, had his right. helicopter crash. But that was a Saturday evening game at 530 and I was supposed to be going to that uh, with my mate uh, down here. And we actually talked about it. We said, well, you know what? It's on telly. Let's watch. Because we're not going to get back till about gone midnight. <laughs> and if they'd made that the three o'clock game, we'd have probably gone up and still un and seen it. I just, I just yeah. think, like I say, there's no, there's no easy answer. And I just think, you know, no. they could do more. To meet the fans halfway, if you like, you know they they could, but like I said, you you've put the same point round and round about in a different in, in different manners from a fan perspective, and I, and I you know what I'm like, I just look at it from the other half of the fence. No, we like to sit on the same fence, but we don't do that. We definitely we, we sit on the same fence, but I'm doing that and you're doing that, and, that, and that's what I like about it, mate. I do like no, that. I about do, it, and you, know. I, you know, this would have been a very short show if everything I'd said you'd gone. Yeah, you know what, Chris? I agree with you. You know, oh, <laughs> but I know it was that quick and easy. Yeah, Chris, I agree with you. <laughs> well, you wouldn't actually say it that way. You would actually say, "Yeah, I, I can see what you're doing, and I, I I can get points of that, and and you're doing that right." But yeah, but overall, I probably have to say. Given the weather and the way the wind's blowing, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate, but no, like you say, the I, and I I see it completely from your side because at the end of the day, Sky are pumping this money into football as BT and and Prime because of what they're getting back, and they want to get the most views. I get that, I get that, yeah. but I just think, like I say. It, it isn't the game that it used to be. Could I afford to take me and my two sons to watch my team every week? No. Do mm. I want my club to buy a twenty million pound player? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the dilemma that that we that we are, you know. But uh, but hey, there's never going to be an easy answer. Brad, thank you so much, sir. No worries, mate. I've enjoyed it as always. Coming in. Uh, like I say, it's brilliant that 
we don't I, I i love the fact i say i don't want you to agree with everything i say because that way it's not a discussion it's not a debate you know but uh, that's very true mate you do have your own channel and that channel is listed in uh, the youtube description below so do those, give a shout out about where people can uh, can stalk you you can stalk me on my YouTube channel, uh, Top 10 Battles. Go on, give that link a click. You know you want to. You want to give it a nice little click and, and help me out. Uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, with my actual name, which is Brad Perkins. You find me on there. Uh, Twitter handle is at Full Time Focus. I just post up or anything when I'm going live and videos that come in. Top 10 Battles is in full swing with Football One. We do a best a, a battle of the X's series. Uh, we've just done in in preparation for the Liverpool Everton game. We've just done the one there. Go and check that out. You'll find out what it's all about and understand it there. And I also do a quiz alongside that as often as I can. So yeah, if you like quizzes and you like football stuff, go and check us out there. And as always, like and subscribe to this channel first if you haven't already. Do indeed. It's a great concept. Top ten battles. Uh, I, I don't do it myself because I'm crap at I'm crap at quizzes. Brad has asked me on, and I've said you're really joking, mate. <laughs> but but uh, he, he, he's had some great channels there. Uh, I mean, Terry said it all changed when they scrapped standing and packaging the huge numbers in. Do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> That's another story for another show. We could be here for another half an hour. Uh, I will see you tomorrow, sir, at uh, half six for the post-match show which I'm hoping is going to be as much fun as it was last week, but I have a feeling it might not be. Yeah, you know, I'm strangely optimistic. Look, we know it's going to be goals. How, how Leicester, you know, that's an argument for another topic. How is Leicester Spurs never always on, you know, not always on Sky? They they, they get about, feels like 10 goals a game some weeks that Thomas were playing, doesn't it, Chris? Yeah. Hopefully win yeah. for another one and hopefully win for the right end of it because last time out we don't talk about. And, um, yeah, yeah I've seen... we played this season. Yeah, I know, right. I've got to but, say uh, thank you actually to um to, to Harry from Hasper TV. Uh he had me on early before I did this and he never once mentioned the six two. So thank you for that. Even though I was mentioning the uh, the, the three horse race and I was mentioning the Premier League. Thank you, Harry. You're a good mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's but, good, uh, yeah. But no, yeah. boss, we get a good stream, we can watch it so we know what we're talking about. And yeah. um, I will see you tomorrow at 6.30, sir. I'll see you. And hopefully we're three points. But let's be honest, I would still take a point right now. So, good. See you later, everybody. That's what I said. That's what I said. All the best, Brad. Take care. Thanks very much. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Yeah, before you get over, top 10 battles. The link, like I say, is in the description below. And show Brad your support. Um, and obviously, subscribe to this channel as well. Uh, it's been it's been a great show. Um, we've kind of sort of stuck to three major topics, um, but let me tell you, no, let me tell. You, not a lot of people know this, but what is coming up on the coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Tomorrow, um, two thirty. Join us for the watch along. Uh, as the Foxes entertain Spurs. We know there's going to be goals. We know that Harry Kane's going to score against us. Uh, but I do feel confident after last week. 6.30, it's the post-match show uh, when Brad will be joining me and we'll be looking back at the game and the stats and the tactics. Um, 
on Monday. Look, it all changes next week. I've got to be honest with you. Um, we're looking at a new schedule. Some shows we are not continuing with. Um, other shows, we're merging two shows into one. Uh, so it is all changed. Monday nights now at 9 o'clock will be another one of these. Mondays at 9 is the new time for Question Time, the debate show. Uh, Wednesday, it's specials night. 9 o'clock, we've got a conversation show. And I'll be interviewing Ian Hume all the way from, uh, from Canada. Uh, February, uh, sorry, Thursday the 16th, 9 o'clock, it's the Man United preview. And um, then at the 17th Friday, it is the prediction show. That is going to be now a bit on Fridays with Steve Linux and Brad. Uh, uh, that is, it's going to be its new home now, Fridays at 9 o'clock. And then, obviously, watch-alongs at the weekend. If you've been watching this, whether it be on Twitch, whether it be on um, YouTube, thank you so much for taking the time. Hope you've enjoyed the discussion. We've solved absolutely nothing, but that's football for you. And remember, subscribe. And if you are subscribed, uh, please smash that like button. I can't keep telling you how much it really does help the channel. And if you have been listening on your favorite podcast platform, be that Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other, whichever your favorite platform is, thank you very much for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. Uh, take care, Mike. Um, I, I've gone for exactly the same score for you. Um, 3 2 to Leicester. Uh, I'll see everybody 2 30. Thank you very much. Take care. And remember, guys, whatever you do, don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. And guess what? Here's Army. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.